Hey everybody, welcome home. You're watching Legacy Television. I'm Jeremy Pearsons, and we're so glad to have you with us today here in the House of Faith. We began a study on last week's broadcast. We're calling it Crossroads. We're talking about the wisdom of God that's available to us to make the big decisions in our lives. And I want to get back into that today. So let's do this. If you're where you can, grab a Bible, grab a pen, a notebook, something to take notes with, and let's get into the Word of God today and open up our ears to hear His voice, the voice of of wisdom. Father, we worship you and praise you today in Jesus' name. We come before your word with eyes open to see Jesus, ears open to hear his voice, the voice of wisdom coming from our good shepherd. We come before your word with an open heart, wide open, whatever you want to pour into us, Lord, do it. We receive it. Enlarge our capacity to hear and to receive from you today. I speak a word of blessing today over everybody watching these broadcasts. I ask you, Lord, to increase the grace and the anointing on them to receive good things from your word. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to continue on in the series we began last week. We're looking in the book of Proverbs, uh, specifically at the wisdom of God. We're talking about where wisdom can be found. And the good news is wisdom's not hard to find. In Proverbs chapter 1, at verse 20, it says, Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses at the openings of the gates in the city. She speaks her words. She says in verse 22, how long you simple ones will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Notice what wisdom says in verse 23. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you and I will make my words known to you. The Amplified Bible of these verses says that wisdom is standing at the noisy intersections. That's why we're talking about what to do at these crossroads. In Proverbs chapter 8, that's the word the New Living Translation uses. I'll read it to you from the New King James. It says in verse 1, Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand at the top, on the top of the high hill, beside the way where the paths meet. The New Living says the crossroads. This is where these paths intersect. I'm so thankful to know that wisdom is not hiding out at the top of some mountain somewhere that I got to climb and talk to this one dude who has all the wisdom in the world. I'm so thankful that wisdom isn't hiding under some random rock outside. Wisdom is where you and I are. Wisdom is where we're living our lives. It's out there in the streets. It's in the markets. It's at the intersections. And though there's nothing sacred necessarily, nothing holy about these places, it's still worth noting that that's where wisdom can be found. And wisdom's not out there hiding. Wisdom's out there shouting. Wisdom's out there saying, hey, simple ones, how long will you stay simple? How long will you love simplicity? We talked about it on last week's broadcast, but simplicity just means easily fooled. One definition that, that I think is really strong is open-minded. As a matter of fact, the Amplified Bible of Proverbs chapter 1 we are reading says, how long will you be open to evil? We're in a culture right now that preaches open-mindedness, that you've got to be open to everybody, that you've got to be open to every opinion, every school of thought, every political platform. You've got to be open to it. I'm going to tell you something. That's wrong. 
You do not have to be open. And as a matter of fact, if you're a born again child of God, full of his Holy Spirit, you are not to be open to just anything and everything and anyone and everyone. Now, you can you can be lovely. You can be kind. You can be respectful. But you don't have to be open to every stupid, goofy thought that the television preaches to you. And you need to be aware that whatever you are feeding on, whatever's on in front of you, whatever's getting in your eyes, whatever's getting in your ears, you are in some degree opening yourself up to it. And that's why the Bible said in Proverbs chapter one from the Amplified Bible that wisdom is crying out at the noisy intersection. Because where you're making these decisions, that's what an intersection is. It's a place where a choice must be made. Do I continue straight? Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I make a change? Do I make a turn? An intersection is just a place where a choice must be made. But what you need to know is that they can be noisy. That means there are a bunch of voices. There are a bunch of words coming at you from every direction and every single one of them is begging for your time, begging for your attention, begging for your reverence and your worship, wants you to yield to it and go the way it's pulling you to go. But the Bible said not to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You want to know why people arrive at an intersection in life? and end up missing their turn, like Proverbs 1.23 said, turn at my rebuke. You want to know why they miss their turn? Bad directions. They got bad directions from somebody. But this is also why the scripture said, my son, attend, pay attention to my words. Hear this from the heart of a father. My son, pay attention to my words. Yeah, I know you got a bunch of other words that are begging for your attention, but tune those out and tune mine in. You know, I think about it like this. I could be in a huge crowd of people with a lot of noise, but if my wife, Sarah, was somewhere in that crowd and she needed me and she was calling my name, I am so tuned into that voice that I guarantee you I would hear it in the crowd. It would grab my attention because my ears tuned to that voice. Well, that's the way you and I need to be with the voice of our good shepherd. Jesus said, I call my own sheep by name and they hear me because my sheep know my voice. We got to tune every other voice out and tune his voice in. Now, one of the reasons I bring this up about the voice of Jesus, and this, this was interesting to me over the last day or so, just studying some of these things. One of the major identifiers in Jesus' own life and in his ministry, but not just his ministry, I'm talking about from the time he was young, was the wisdom that came out of him. In Luke chapter 2, you remember this, I think Jesus is probably about 12 years old and, and uh, his parents leave town without him. Three days go by and they don't have him. They're looking for him. They come back to town and where'd they find him? He was there in the temple and he was asking questions and he was answering questions. And the Bible says that the people that heard him were astonished at his answers. And from that time until the time you see him some 18, nearly 20 years later, you know what the Bible says was going on in Jesus' life? He was growing in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. And it got to the place in his own life that when Jesus stood up in the synagogue in his own hometown and he began to preach and began to teach, the people heard it 
And you know what their question was? What wisdom is this? What wisdom is this? This is Mark chapter six. This is interesting. If we had time, we'd turn there and look at it, but I just want to mention it before we go on. They said, what wisdom is this that such mighty works are done? So there was a connection between the wisdom coming out of his mouth and the power coming out of his hand. There was this connection between that and people were always being astonished at the wisdom coming out of his mouth. See, this is what you and I need to be looking for as much or more than the miracles, the signs and the wonders. We need an ear tuned to the wisdom, the wisdom that comes from the mouth of Jesus. Again, why do people miss their turn? Really, this is what we're talking about. Starting last week, this week, and and for the next couple of weeks, answering this question, why do people miss their turn? Number one, bad directions following a different voice, thinking that that's the one that they're supposed to be going after because they're just open to this one and open to that one instead of tuning those out and tuning him in and trusting that there's wisdom coming out of the mouth of Jesus. Why do people miss their turn? Bad directions. Let me give you another reason I believe people miss their turn. Uh, Let's look together at uh, here in Proverbs again in verse one or chapter one, look again at verse 22. We've talked about this. Oh, how long you simple ones will you love simplicity? Again, a simple person is is one who's seducible, easily persuaded, open-minded like we've talked about. You, You see this word in connection with the wisdom of God, discernment. You see this come up all throughout the book of Proverbs, the ability to discern. What does it mean to discern? To discern somebody who has discernment and has that ability, they have the ability to look into a situation or, if you will, stand at a crossroads, at an intersection, and differentiate. The ability to separate. The ability to distinguish. To discern which way is right, which way is wrong. To discern the difference, not just between right and wrong, but the difference between valuable and worthless. This is what discernment is. Simple people lack discernment. That's why they're so open-minded. That's why they don't have the ability to hear something and say, you know what? That's garbage. They just, it was on TV, must be true. Read it online, must be true. Saw it on the news, that's gotta be true. That's a simple person that's just open-minded to every voice. Somebody who doesn't have the ability, watch this now, to discern what kind of time they're in. What needs to be done right now in this moment? You want to know why people miss their turn? Not just because they got bad directions, but two, people often miss their turn because they're too easily distracted. I mean, how many times has this happened to you? Has this happened to me where we're driving along? I, this happens most when Sarah and I are together and we get into these conversations and we're, we're going back and forth and we're talking about the kids, we're talking about life, especially if we're talking about the ministry. We just get so in, engrossed in it, engaged in it, that next thing you know, I think I was supposed to turn like a half mile back there. And this is why people miss their turn. They're not paying attention. You get too distracted. Let me show you this that happened to somebody. Go with me to the New Testament in the book of Luke. In chapter 10, I've gotten a lot out of this account over the last year or so. 
I see a lot in it. In Luke chapter 10, it says in verse 38, Now it happened as they went that he, Jesus, entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, watch this now, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. That word also is important. That communicates to me and to you that Mary and Martha were sitting there at the feet of Jesus, hearing Jesus' word. Now, don't forget what we talked about just a moment ago. When Jesus is speaking, what what was it that so characterized his word? It was wisdom. People heard Jesus speak and they said, what wisdom is this? It was wisdom on a level they'd never heard it before. And you've experienced this and I have too, where you're sitting there listening to somebody and you're captivated, not just by what they're saying, but what's in the words themselves, the wisdom that's coming out of their mouths. It's like it's coming from some other place. And honestly, that's why a lot of people missed out on what Jesus was saying, because they said, where's this coming from? They didn't identify that voice as the voice of heaven. Especially when he got around family, they just said, where'd he get this? We know you, we know your mom, we know your sisters, we know your brothers. Where'd you get this? And they completely missed the wisdom that he came and preached with. And because they missed that, the Bible says there he could do no mighty works. When they wouldn't receive the word, they couldn't receive the power. This is why you've got to tune your ear because yes, you'd be open to the scripture, reading the scripture, receiving from the scripture, but also be open to hearing from other people that God's put in your life and be able to recognize that's the word of the Lord. That's God speaking to me through that person. And don't miss out on heaven's wisdom just because you know the guy, just because you're related to her or you're related to them. Don't miss out on the voice of God himself and his wisdom to you because you're too familiar with it. Wisdom has the ability to discern where it's coming from. Now, Martha had welcomed Jesus into her house. He's in a house that he's been invited into and welcomed into. There's a lot we could say about that, but let's go on. Again, remember that Mary's sitting there at his feet and Martha is sitting there at his feet. They're hearing his word, so you know they're hearing his wisdom. It says in verse 40, though, that Martha was distracted with much serving. Now, this word distracted, if you look it up, it literally means to be driven about in the mind. And we have all been there. And we've all been there even when we're driving. I mean, that's the picture the Holy Spirit's painting for us, arriving at an intersection in life. Which way do I go? What turn do I make? Do I stay going straight? Do I turn left? Do I turn right? And in driving, we've all been distracted. We've all allowed something else to capture our attention. And that's what a distraction is. A distraction is in the moment being unable to decide what's most important. That's what it means to be distracted, unable to distinguish, unable to discern what's most important. When you're driving a car, when you're operating a motor vehicle, ladies and gentlemen, is there anything more important than eyes on the road, hands on the wheel? No, there's nothing more important than that. But how many people have been nearly hurt or injured 
Or how many have lost their lives because they got distracted by a beep or a buzz or a ring or a noise inside the car, outside the car, and for a moment they lacked the ability to determine what was most important. They got distracted and bad things happened. This is why people miss the voice of wisdom standing at the intersections, calling out, make this turn, go this direction. The good things that God has prepared for you, your wealthy place is this direction. And people completely miss the turn. Why? Too easily distracted. Martha was distracted, driven about in the mind. What was it with? Much serving. And this verse goes on. It says, she approached Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone to serve? left me to serve alone, therefore tell her to help me. The Weiss translation really paints this picture. It says that Martha, bursting in upon him, assumed a stance over him and began to tell Jesus, you don't care that she left me to serve alone. She just completely interrupted the word. What else did she interrupt? The wisdom. She cut off the voice of wisdom. Why? Because she was distracted. Now, she had been sitting there. At one point, she was sitting right there next to her sister, hearing the word of Jesus. But then a thought came. She started looking around, all these people in my house. He's been preaching a while. Who's going to feed these people? That's up to me. I, I, I better get in there. And maybe she, maybe she did her best to fight that thought, but it just kept coming. It kept coming. It kept coming. And that word distraction, again, to be driven about, to be pulled away. That's what happened to Martha sitting there. She was listening, but this thought pulled her in another direction. And she went to Jesus, griped him out, interrupted his message, told him what to do, tell her to help me. But listen to Jesus' response in verse 41. He answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. This is what describes and defines distracted people. Worried and troubled. How do you know if you're being distracted? Check your peace level. Check your peace gauge. If you're worried, if you're troubled in your mind, that ought to be evidence right away. Okay, I'm being distracted. I'm being pulled away from the thing I'm supposed to be thinking about. You know what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3? It says, He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Jesus just called her on it. And he said, You are worried and troubled about many things. What is that? That's the absence of peace. The absence of peace is the product of a wandering mind. Can I say that to you again? The absence of peace is the product of a wandering mind. A simple person, a person too easily distracted, too easily seduced, too easily pulled in this direction or the other. But what was Mary's worry and trouble level here? She has none. She's not worried about anything. Why? Because her mind is stayed on Jesus. Her mind has stayed on the word coming out of his mouth. Her mind has stayed on the wisdom that is coming out of him. 
He says, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. Do you remember what Proverbs said? Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the most important thing, he said. In all you're getting, I don't care what you get. If you get, if you get um, knowledge, that's great. If you get wealth, that's fine. If you get this, if you get that, you get status, you get recognition, you get reputation, great. But in all you're getting, get wisdom. Because wisdom will tell you what to do with all those things. Wisdom will tell you how to handle the wealth. You don't want wealth apart from wisdom. You don't want recognition apart from the wisdom of God. You don't want notoriety or reputation without the wisdom of God that will teach you, train you, and instruct you what to do with it. Wealth without wisdom will worry you. Wealth without wisdom will trouble your mind. So will anything else that anybody can get by their own means and their own hand without the wisdom of God that will tell you what to do with it, how to handle it, there is worry and trouble waiting for you. But if you will keep your mind stayed on him, what does that mean? Not easily distracted. And you will seek out the voice of wisdom. Then wisdom will tell you, it's time to turn. Let's go this way, not that way. Why do people miss their turn? Number one, we said on last week's broadcast, they just got bad directions. Open to too many voices. Why else do people miss their turn? Too easily distracted. I'm saying this to you right now because I believe in my own life, in our ministry, this ministry right here, we are standing at an intersection. And not just an intersection, a major intersection where it's time to know and to be filled with the knowledge of the will of God in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And I say this to you because I believe there are many people watching this broadcast today that you're at the same kind of intersection. I don't want you to miss your turn. I don't want you to be distracted from the voice of wisdom that's standing there crying out, standing there raising her voice saying, I know which way you need to go. I know where your wealthy place is. And if you'll listen to my voice, I'll take you there. Now, when you're driving, people are looking for signs, but that's not how it works in spiritual things. You don't need a sign. You need a word. You need a word. And evidently, Mary knew that. And there stands Martha trying to get her to come in, trying to get her to join her in her distraction. But Mary just tuned that out and tuned Jesus in. She says, I've got to hear this word. There's wisdom coming out of this man's mouth. It's for me. I have to hear it. I have to have it. And be watchful because distracted people distract people. Don't be a simple one. Don't be easily distracted and don't miss your turn. You'll stay tuned into the voice of wisdom. You'll make every turn at just the right time and you will end up in your wealthy place. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. 
You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the house of faith.